0: Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs, but how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Euphoria. I am thrilled today to have Philip Campbell on the show. Who is Philip, you ask? Well, he's got 30 years of experience in the business world. He has served as an officer in a number of growing companies with revenues ranging from $5 million all the way up to $900 million. Been involved in the acquisition of, or sale of 33 companies, and an IPO on the New York Stock Exchange. But what really sets Philip apart from the average financial person you meet is his passion and excitement about helping business owners take control of their cash flow. Early on in his business career, he focused and preached so much about the importance of cash flow that people now call him cash. Philip, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Hey, I'm, I'm thrilled to be with you on the podcast today.
0: Or should I just refer to you as Cash Man? Throughout?
1: Yeah, hey, that's what most people know me as.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I'm so glad that uh, you and I connected. I think we were, I, I believe somebody introduced us, and I love talking about cash uh, because I think it's so pertinent to uh, what franchisee owner-operators deal with on a daily basis. And I know you have experience because you were with an international franchisor for, I think, 10 years that had right. hundreds of franchisees. And, um, you know, you saw on a daily basis the struggles that people went through. So let's just get right into it. And let's talk about cash flow. And I think everybody knows why it's important. But what are the what are the frustrations that you see or that you've seen over your, your long career um, that, that really seem to give Give people a headache and hurdles that they have to get over.
1: Well, I tell you what really fascinated me, you know, when I was a CFO of a franchisor was that, you know, I saw kind of firsthand, kind of day to day, how many franchisees out there were struggling and were frustrated when it came to when it came to managing the cash flow of the business. And so, what was what and what really stood out is that a lot of franchisees then and today are coming out of corporate. Uh, uh, you know, have corporate experience coming out of organizations where they had budget responsibility, where they were managing, you know, multi-million dollar ls basically. And so, and it really struck me that if someone's coming out of corporate America, they're familiar with business, they've had budgets. And yet now they're in this small business environment and they struggle and they're, they're frustrated with managing cash flow. So what that told me, number one, is that managing the financial side of a small business is not about whether somebody's smart. It's not about whether somebody uh, you know, has an uh, experience in business. It's that the process of trying to understand financials really is what is where they were getting bogged down and then the other thing is just you know I've been a CPA for almost 30 years now but uh, so I can I can kind of voice this criticism is that the the CPA community has really done a very poor job when it comes to helping business owners understand and manage cash flow. they've kind of gotten into the drill where as a CPA they're providing financial statements plopping it on the franchisee and saying done. I've accomplished my objective. I've got you some financial statements. Or they plop a tax return on them. And, you know, I've done my job. Now you have a financial statement. But now, but the problem is that as the franchisee and the business owner comes away confused and frustrated because the the CPAs and and the financial types are not adding insight to that information. They're not helping the business owner see how you make decisions based on that information. So what I've got really focused on is that there's a secret to understanding and managing the financial side of the business. And it comes down to understanding at, at, at like the 10,000 foot level, what's going on with the cash flow. And it really starts with this one question. Okay, This is the one question that a franchisee has to ask themselves and be able to answer every single month. And that is, what happened to the cash? And it sounds, it, it sounds both simple on the one hand difficult on the other but here's what i mean by answering that question is that you're a franchisee you've got maybe you have a banker you're going to go to lunch with or maybe you have a business partner you're going to sit down with or maybe even your spouse so when you sit down with them and you got it here's the challenge you have two minutes to answer that question for your spouse or for your business partner what happened to the cash last month So in a two-minute conversation, what most people have a tendency to do is kind of ramble and bamble. Well, I think we're making money. I mean, I think we've been making money, but cash is kind of tight. I'm I'm not exactly sure why that is. Um, uh, Maybe I better talk to my accountant. (laughs) But there's a way that what I teach is a simple process that by investing 10 minutes a month, You can sit down and answer that question with a business partner or spouse in a two-minute conversation. Here's what happened to the cash last month.
0: Oh, see, I love that, and you've got that on your – you've got a great website called NeverRunOutOfCash.com, and I think some of your videos are available there, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, there's a, uh, a video there and it's all free uh, because, you know, book number two is going to be coming out next year, which is understanding your cash flow in less than 10 minutes. And it, what I have on the website now is a quick start guide that's all free to grab and where I teach bas- I teach the principles around how you answer that one single question. What happened to the cash last month?
0: Yeah, because everybody looks at, not everybody, but the, the average um Business owner looks at their cash statements and just sees money coming in, money going out, um, and, exactly. and so that's how they process it. Um, so, can you break down that ten-minute formula?
1: Exactly. So here's here's where a lot of it starts. Is that you know, to your point there, is that you know a lot of people have been trained and in, in, in know enough about financial statements to look at their you know P and L, their profit and loss statement or their income statement, and look at the very bottom and say, am I making money or not? Right. The challenge is that you know you can you know would, uh, you look down there and say yeah I made ten thousand dollars last month but I have five thousand dollars less cash in the bank, so that's really the essence of understanding cash flow is beginning to understand the difference between that profit and cash flow. So I, I call cash flow and understanding cash flow kind of the new bottom line.
0: Well, it's, what do you think is the most? I mean, and once you understand that, right? So there's a there's a fundamental. Um, learning curve to understanding you know the whole debits and credits and money coming in and depreciation and investments and receivables and payables and all all that kind of stuff and expenditures capital expenditures i mean we could go on and confuse the hell out of everybody (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure if we wanted to but we don't drag
1: them into we'll drag them into the private hell of accountants and CPAs, (laughs)
0: which we don't want to do but you know if at the end of the day you know that um you've got more money coming in, or you've got a potentially coming in receivables, but yet you've spent more cash for a month. And so your cash and your profit aren't going to line up. What is the one what's the one thing that people really should focus on? Right? I mean, because it sounds to me like, you know, things can be going in the right direction, yet your cash is draining, because maybe you're making additional capital expenditures, or, you know, there could be a whole host of other reasons. But is there sort of a trend to this? Or is it just well, about understanding it and it depends on the kind of business that you're in to determine what the trends are?
1: Well, here's a way. That I have what I call the cash flow focus report that I teach in that that quick start guide that that uh, mentioned just a minute ago. And so here's the thing is that what you want to do at, when the month is over... What the, the, what the cash flow focus report does is it lasers you in on the three largest drivers I like to call them or changes in cash so there's a whole lot of different things that can affect cash profitability right or losing money can affect cash as you mentioned the capital expenditure whether you've you know if you sell on credit to customers you know at the time you make a sale then the, the the time that you collect that receivable, you know, could come later, and the same thing with paying down debt and things like that. There's a whole number of th- different things that can be going. So what I, I get focused on is for last month, we we'll look and say we started the month with a hundred thousand dollars. We ended the month with eighty thousand dollars. What are the three largest changes or the three largest influences? on cash for the month and when and i get them laser focused on that and what most people find is that when they begin to look because if you just look at financial statements you've got all kind of revenue coming in there's all kind of expenses going out there's all kind of things going on with the balance sheet and that's where people get confused and frustrated and then they print the statement of cash or sometimes anyway maybe an accountant will provide a statement of cash flows or a franchisee will go to their quickbooks and print that and then they've got a whole you know, 25 to 30 different items that impacted cash in a particular month. So the first thing I do in the first order of simplification is to look at only the three largest changes in cash for the month.
0: So, okay, so, and and that makes good, that makes perfect sense. And I think what I'm hearing too is that, you know, once you get an understanding and once you get a uh, a grasp over, just a few of these concepts, then you can really work better, probably with your CPA or your accountant. I mean, because I, because then you can figure out, oh, you know, I've I've got some equipment here. Maybe I'm not depreciating it the right way. I mean, it can tie into a whole a whole slew of things depending on your business. But you first have to have that foundational understanding of cash flow and cash in and cash out and how things work. Is that right?
1: Right. Exactly. Because what happens over time, initially, you know, you don't want, there's no need to look at the 25 to different, you know, or 30 different drivers or changes in cash. You get focused on the ones that are really important. And then over time, what happens when you start just to focus on those three largest changes, you actually kind of in baby steps begin to learn a little bit more about the financials, which goes to your point that as you learn a little bit more about the financials and how cash, in revenue and expenses and other things are actually linked, then you can have a more intelligent discussion with the accountant and CPA and really around getting, you know, one of the ways you get more value from your relationship with your CPA is that you sit down and have discussions around using the financial information to improve decision making. Because we don't want to just have financials so we can send them to the bank and check the box. We don't want to have financials just so that we can send them to the IRS and check the box. What we really want is that we're trying to create an enterprise or a business that's successful financially.
0: Well, and 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 we know
1: that there's a lot of decisions that go into that, and we kind of the financial statements and cash flow is part of our scorecard for how we get there.
0: I love that you're talking about that because I'm doing that right now with my business. I mean, you know, I had um, I had accountants that I had used in the past, and whenever I would approach them. and and try to get them more involved in my business to help with business decisions because i'm not an accountant right i mean i'm running a law practice and so i want to get i always preach to people get the help of experts and so i'm trying to get the help of experts i found a lot of accounts and at least the ones i used to work with they didn't get that you know to your point earlier all they cared about was well we provided you with the information it's like no i want help <laughs> making the decisions i want you to understand my business and so that you can take a proactive approach with me and say hey Josh, you know, it looks like you're spending money here. And really, the way to do it is here. I mean, I had as an example, and uh, this just ties into the point of how important it is to have that CPA is, you know, I had my new CPA remind me that said, Hey, you know, I know you're looking for you've got, you know, some assistants working for you. And you're looking to hire some people, you know, if you if you brought your 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 spouse on, and she could help you out for, you know, a certain period of time, I mean, that would be one way to, you know, expense out Her health insurance, you know, and other things Mm -hmm. like that, which I had known about and but I had just forgotten about it. I mean, uh, you know, we get in we get bogged down with the day to day stuff of our business. And that's why you need somebody on the outside to come in and not just provide you with an accurate report, but to tell you how that report impacts your business and what you can do moving forward. Um, to benefit your business,
1: yeah, that is so important. And you know, one way to start that conversation is to grab, you know, have the financial statements, sit down with the CPA, and say, "Hey, what, what do I need? How can I use the information that I have right here to improve my business financially?" And just, you know, just maybe, maybe that's a sit down over lunch. And so, if you've got a really good CPA, their eyes are going to light up because they're, so, you know, they, they're, they love working with a client and a business owner who really wants their, wants them to add some value, help them make decisions. And if they just say, uh, if, if they, you can tell they're just irritated that you asked the question, then maybe you, you uh, then maybe it's it, it time to start shopping for a CPA who can really add some value because, you know, financial information needs to be fast, accurate, and insightful. And so, what's happened in the CPA community, in a large regard, is that there's a big focus on the accurate piece. There's not much focus on the fast piece, right? So, if, like, you know, if if it's you know almost the end of August and you're just now getting your July financial statements, that's what that's what I refer to as slow and sloppy, and, and uh, But bo- in in most cases, probably boring financial information because. You know, you're already 30 days behind if you're trying to use financials to help you make better business decisions. There, you're already 30 days into the next month. So fast and accurate, and then insightful is really about how do I use this to really help um, drive decision making. And at its core, the real bottom line of financial success has to has to do with what's going on with the cash. That's why if you look at the, and you understand those three largest drivers of cash it'll create a, a, a certain insight and understanding that that's going to make the whole process of managing the financial side of the business easier and one of the another reason to to look at those three largest drivers is that that an increase in cash let's say that that you know began the month with $100,000 in the bank ended with twenty five thousand dollars just because cash is up does not necessarily mean that's a good thing I've had businesses where the business was losing money every single month but the reason the cash was going up is that they had stopped paying vendors or they were having to take some of their own money or borrow money and bring it into the business so just because cash was okay was was uh, not reflected the business still had a a, a problem that needed to be fixed, and it's just the fact that they had other sources of cash to bring in in the form of debt that was actually just making the business less healthy. So, looking at each of those drivers of cash, understanding why it was an important change in cash for the month, and then deciding whether that change is good or bad. Well, we'll if you'll do that for, for three months, You will create a level of understanding that I promise will help you move from confusion and frustration to understanding and insight. And that, when you make the financial side of the business easier, less stressful, then what it does is it frees up your time then to be focusing on the areas of the business where you have unique abilities and where you can drive sales.
0: So in other get- words, in other words, not not paying the bills and running your retail shop in the dark with no running water and no electricity, but you have higher cash flow is not the answer.
1: Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen Philip, this has been great having you on. Um I think we've really kind of hammered home um, on the cash flow side. I know that uh, I really would encourage um people listening to go to your website at neverrunoutofcash.com to also Consider your book, Never Run Out of Cash, the 10 Cash Flow Rules You Can't Afford to Ignore. I know this is not a sexy topic for people, but business owners just really need to get real about this, you know, and they need to understand these numbers and they need, they need to understand this as much as they understand anything else and perhaps more in their business. So um, I really appreciate you coming on. And I know people can reach out to you at P. Campbell at never run out of cash Is there any other way that people can get a hold of you?
1: I think that's the best way. Right there, send me an email or uh, go to the site. I'd be happy to help anybody or follow up any questions. I answer all my email, uh, and I'm I'm usually pretty fast about it as well. And I I will answer any questions that anyone has because I'd love to be able to help you because this is about you know getting on top of the cash flow is not as difficult as it seems. It can be simplified. And you're going to either get on top of it or it's going to get on top of you and drag you down. So uh, I I think getting on top of it, understanding it, is going to help you run a better business.
0: Well, you know, this is something that routinely comes up. And so as people ask more questions and over time, I'd love to have you back on the show to talk about specific um, scenarios as well. um, Yes, I'd love to do that. All right. Thanks, Philip. Have a great day.
1: Okay, thank you, Josh.
0: Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at FranchiseEuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.